Greetings, I am Cherie Hardy. And I'm Felicia C. Hardy. And welcome to Two More Sins. We are a mother-daughter duo, and although we don't agree on most topics, we do respect and love each other, and we are just sharing our thoughts with the world. Tonight, we have a very hot topic. We're titling this, Before You Get Pregnant. Are you ready for motherhood? And we're doing this because there's so much talk about abortion. There are so many news articles about women killing their children, neglecting their children, allowing their children to get abused. And so the question is, should you think out having a child before you have one? Now that may seem like it's common sense, but clearly a lot of people have not thought it out. And so we have some thoughts about that, and we're going to share those with you tonight. Felicia, you want to get us started? Well, I would just say that I feel like the title should be The Readiness of Motherhood. All right. Because there's a lack because of... Pressure. Generations of women, men putting pressure, yes, Uh on women um, to procreate. That is, I think that a lot of women's identity is um, determined um, if they have a child versus if they don't have a child. Uh A lot of times, I mean, I'm 31, I don't have any children, and often, whenever I say I'm 31, people are like, do you have children? And when I say no, then it's like, oh, well, you need to hurry up and have children. You know, everybody's worried about my ovaries, but no one has the money to fit the bill for the child. Uh So that's why it's important that we acknowledge the readiness of motherhood because can you be ready? Yeah. And if you can, what do you need? But if you can't, and you're in a situation where you still have to be a mother, what do you do? And I think that brings up the topic that, and this is, this is really sad to say, that many, many women, not all women, get pregnant as a result of casual sex. They end up having sex. They meet somebody. They end up having sex. And they end up getting pregnant. And there was no thought put into what am I going to do, you know, with this child or have I prepared for this child? I'm not in a relationship. And let me just say this. Well, I'm a mother. We can't talk about motherhood. I don't think we can talk about motherhood in the aspect of casual sex or the slip up, quote unquote, um, without acknowledging that there is a penis that inserts inside (laughs) of a vagina to uh, fertilize the egg. And it is um, his uh, responsibility too. See the only thing that, I say that about fertilizes that. it, and so my thing is also let's acknowledge that. I think what I'm saying is that um, in talking about the readiness of motherhood, can we acknowledge that there is another person involved in the readiness, quote unquote, of motherhood? The only thing about that is, even though you can't get pregnant without a man, it takes a male and female to co- procreate. The problem is that women are the ones, are the only ones who can carry a child. Right. So while it takes two, while it takes two, the burden of having a child is going to fall on the woman because she's the one that's going to give birth. And if the man walks out. The rights of women even deciding whether they can give birth or not are still up in the air. Well, see, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Because as you already know, for the past two years, um, the abortion 
I don't know what do you even call that, I guess the requirements before you can get an abortion or mm-hmm. whatever the prerequisites are have been altering and changing and flipping up and down. I mean, mm-hmm. to the point where they're like, okay, dude, can we make abortion illegal at this mm-hmm. point? Which, is, which they have in Texas. They've made it abortion it's illegal. It's just a hot mess all around. It is. But, uh, so when we're talking about these this subject matter, we have to acknowledge that it's still in the rough about whether or not a woman even has autonomy over her deciding to be a mother. And so that in itself adds to how pressured you feel whether you should be one or not. Well, see, I want to go back to to the whole... We'll talk about abortion later. We're going to do a whole talk on that because that's a really hot topic and we find it kind of interesting that people... It's more of a hot reality. Yeah, hot reality, yeah, because... If a person decides that they don't want to have a child or they're not fit to have a child or they don't have the money to have a child, the question is, should they have that child? And who should make the responsibility? Who should who that should that responsibility fall upon since the woman is the one who carries the child? Now, Felicia brought up the fact that, yes, a man has to be involved in order for this woman to get pregnant in the first place. But he's not the one that's going to carry the child. And this is a, this is sad. But in most cases, still today, even though we're living in 2021, the 21st century, most women are responsible for rearing the children. A man can abdicate his responsibilities and the pressure is not put on him the way it's put on a woman. And it goes back to what... That part is true. What you brought up earlier about, I, I think... Our history, you know, throughout time, womanhood, being a woman included being a wife and being a mother. And in fact, in some cases throughout history, if you could not have a child, it was looked upon as if you were you were cursed. You were not blessed in some way. Something was wrong with you. You were ostracized. You were alienated because you didn't give birth because... People connected womanhood with motherhood. And people and we still have, do. And, and people it's still do. Tense because I'm willing to bet that if you go in other parts of this nation, of the universe, the world, I mean, I don't know oh, about yes. the universe, oh, but yeah. hey, I mean, who knows? On Saturday, might still have the same views as well. Yeah. So that's still very prominent with that. That is. That is. Now, that's really if prominent. If it wasn't, then I wouldn't be asked why I'm not, why I don't have children. Right, and that's America. You you cannot even imagine in other countries, especially African countries and some of the other nations where motherhood is prized, that is a really big deal to be able to give birth. The question that we're asking is, should you prepare? Should you, How will you know that you're ready for motherhood? Because it's nothing to play with. You've got story after story after story, tragic story in the news, of women killing their children and they're saying well it's postpartum depression this latest case and the reason why we're doing this show young lady had been very public about her pain and woes as a mother she was a single mother of two children and clearly she was overwhelmed and and, and she was doing a lot of posting about this on social media her last post was letting people know that she was going to kill herself and, and and leave her children here on this earth. And in the process of doing that, she, she did complete her suicide, but she also critically injured another motorist because she did it suicide by car crash. 
and now those children are left motherless. Um, I, when I heard the story, I was just devastated. I had so many thoughts on this. I, I just wish there were a way that someone could have gotten to her and, and shared some encouragement and hope. I, I want to say this motherhood. Well, I want to say before you say whatever you're going to say. Okay. You have to get more than encouragement and hope. Oh, yes, in you these do. certain situations. I think people miss the point um, that it's more about not saving a person's emotions and coming through to save their mind, but physical health will always be a major solution. Come on. People talk about how, you know, money doesn't solve your problems, but guess what? The physical abundance of money, the physicalness of someone coming in your home and, and rocking your children to sleep while you might be crying in the corner, that helps. Yeah. That helps. So yeah. what we really should have been, what we really need to do in general, I think, um, to help mothers is instead of, you know, complaining complaining about the after effects of what they're suffering from is maybe help them during right. you know when, when you see that something's starting to shake or whatever ask them what's going on and see if you can be a physical helper mm-hmm. in their um in their world and that brings up i think more than anything else the number one thing that a woman needs and needs to think about before she gets pregnant and has a child is a support system. When they say it takes a village, that is not just a trite adage or saying that is a necessity for motherhood because motherhood is hard. And as Felicia talked about, there are times because you are responsible for taking care of another human being, there are times when you feel overwhelmed because you're not taking care of yourself. So the, what the support system can do can allow you to, it, it, when I say support system, I'm talking about people with character, people who genuinely love you and care for you, and they will take your child and keep your, chi- or keep your children safe while you have a moment to rest, while you have a moment to invest in yourself, and they do this with love. That support system matters. And I think in other countries, um, and I'm thinking about Africa, for example, I think that they have better systems in place. I know things are changing, but they still have the village system and the support system in place to make motherhood much more manageable. So we were talking about, are you ready for motherhood? Should you get pregnant? This is what you want to think about. If you're kind of a loner and you don't have a support system, you don't have a friend, you don't have a family member to call, you're uh, what they call estranged from people, you might want to rethink getting pregnant. You want to do things to make sure that you're get, you're not going to get pregnant because I'm telling you, it's, one th- it's already hard to take care of yourself. You know that already. It's even more difficult to take care of yourself and take care of a child. So number one, you mentioned support system. Another thing you mentioned, and this is critical, having children costs money. You know, we would like to think of society that says don't have abortions and at the same time promote motherhood would have something in place to help you financially take care of a child since that's a concern. Right. If you're going to be pro-life, come on. If you're going to be pro-life, be it. Be about it, as you used to say. Be about it because (laughs) (laughs) you have to have money. And I'm going to tell you something. Child care is so expensive. I I remember, my daughter's 31, Felicia's 31 years old. 
And back in the day, I have paid over $100 a week in my life. And it's, of course, and that's, increased. And that's right. It, the, it has increased. we got inflation. That's right. And we got just the fact that it's 2021. That's right. Um, I'm hearing things on the socials that it's like, you know, 300 a week. That's right. 400 a week. So If you don't have any that money. that for the for the lower level you that, know that, child care. that's right we're not even talking about top quality maybe they're gonna learn how to read you know that's right time. that's you right know, that, is, that is so true there are different levels of it now just think about this for a second if you cannot pay your bills right now if you can't pay your rent if you can't pay the car note or to have electricity in your house now can you imagine bringing a child into this world and then still having those same responsibilities but now you have an additional mouth to feed. You have you have to pay for child care. You have the child has certain needs as a baby, for example, diapers, um, formula, there are all kinds, car seats. These things cost money. And you want to think about that. Some people that I know, they're in a position to have a child, they're ready for motherhood because they have that support system and they have the money. They have the money to go out and buy a car seat if they need one. They have the money to to send their child to the best child care centers or daycare centers or preschools in their communities. If you don't have that, that is going to be a lot of stress. And, and even it, when you have those things, that, that's true. That's true. Can be you know a little rocky. That's right. Because you're still going through those emotional and hormonal and just soul spirit transformation that that's are happening right. now that you've already well first you were hosting the child now you've had the child so you know and again people forget that having a child doesn't stop you know at 18 but also it doesn't also a lot of people get caught up in the infant infancy mm-hmm. um you know a child grows up you know what are you going to do when they're seven mm-hmm. and they might mm-hmm. develop something or you know when they're 15 teenage you know it's a mm-hmm. lot that goes on it's just stuff you gotta really know what you're doing here you know you brought up two critical things first of all when you have a baby because i I have a child and i can tell you this your body changes forever your body is going to go through a biological a physiological change and because your hormones change your thoughts can change and your emotions can change If you're considering having a child, you haven't had a child yet, you might want to do some research on what really happens. Now, Now, millions and millions listening who already have a child. That's right. And they're going through. And we're going to talk about that too. If you you feel like you're going through postpartum depression, you feel like you know your emotions overwhelmed. We're going to talk about how to get help for that because you can get help. Depression, when you look up the word depression, and now we had a debate about this, it means sadness. Now, clinical depression comes about when your emotions are causing, your not your emotions, but your hormones are causing the depression, and you might need well, medical intervention. Chemicals in general, that's it may right. Not be necessarily. There are other things. It's, it's very right. It's it, yeah. Oh, it could be chemical changes. That's right. That's a whole other episode because right. it could be food. It could be a lot of things that can that can cause these real changes 
in your body these chemical what changes but but though we were t- you brought up a good point about having a baby your body is going to change and you got to be prepared for that and that affects you as well you you might can't work the job i know we have a business and i noticed that a young a little young lady was pregnant in one of the stores and she was standing on her feet for seven and eight hours a day and i noticed that her feet were swollen and you know she was she I'm sure because of her job she might not have been able to fix the healthiest meals she was okay, eating. I might get sidetracked a bit but mm-hmm. it's funny you're talking about that because there was on my Twitter feed apparently and it was mainly men of course were shocked that women worked up to nine months oh my on goodness, their job and I'm shocked. thinking about even my own best friend I have a male best friend was saying like I didn't like it's old crazy it's crazy that women are working nine months this one woman he knew and I'm thinking to myself sir every woman I've known yes has worked up until or if they if they if it was mandatory the doctor says you have to sit down right they might sit down that's right but most women that I know have worked to the nine months um that's right until they and to provide and, 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 and I just I was just to. so shocked that they were shocked. That's right. They have to even if women are married or like, they're how in a relationship hosting you and her body and you didn't know this information. Well, you talk know, to your children. You know what? Stuff. This is why we're having this show because a lot of people don't talk about this part. We see people, you know, holding their babies, it looks all loving. You know, social media is you gotta be careful about it. And just this I mean, imagery even in, 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 in general, real life, though, the right? Imagery right, because the imagery be is sometimes very. Thank you. That word right. is key, deceptive, because you're going through biological changes. Most people cannot afford to quit their jobs or take maternity leave before they have the child. So you're talking about you got to work for money. That increases your stress. Now let me just say this: motherhood. I don't want anybody to get discouraged if they want to have a child, but I think. I'm one of those people, I believe, to make an intelligent, informed decision, you need to know the truth. You need to know the good, you need to know the bad and the ugly, and then make the decision because you brought up a good point when we were talking privately. Let me tell you why so many people are killing their children and neglecting their children and just giving up their children because they have a child and then they realize how overwhelming it is and they just want to stop. They can't handle the responsibility. Right. And people and, forget that unlike, you know, um, a poppy seed salad or, you know, on. a book that you don't no longer want to read, you it's not the same. This come is on a now. human being with blood vessels and emotions and feelings that need hugs as well as you do. That's right. So it's the, 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 the whole dynamic of giving it away or giving it back and all that kind of stuff is different. It's not they're not an item to exchange. Come on now. It's a serious thing as a human being. That's right. That's and, right. And you're actually responsible for an yeah. entire mindset. And yeah. you I mean parents have power. That's right. They can determine if they child will suffer mentally for the rest of their life. That's right. Or may have enough you know, uh, desire to seek there. I mean, all these things are involved in parenthood. That's and right. yes, it's a lot of pressure, but yeah. hey, let's everybody wake up and, and acknowledge that pressure. That's right. That's, so that's, you can decide whether you want to or not. Because even though we say like, you know, you can have sex and you can be in marriage and all these kind of things, that doesn't necessarily determine whether or not you're really prepared right. for this responsibility. There are people in marriages who suddenly the marriage crumbles yeah. just from them having a child. Yeah. Like how the responsibilities shift, the dynamics of the family shift, that in itself 
that that's another thing because this show, and like you said, the responsibility still and the pressure is still always on, gonna be on, on, the, on, the, on the mom. Always, and you bring no matter what two good points. At number one, and we're talking about are you ready? This is this is critical right here. If you know that you have had issues with being emotional, um, you know, emotional issues, you've had mental issues. You really want to think about whether or not you should have a child, and because like like one, like you said, issues. you said this was <laughs> powerful. I'm just keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. I can't even handle getting my not getting my way sometimes, and uh-huh. I'm 31 years old, and it's just like I'm supposed to not get my way and have a baby who need who has to have their way That's because right. they literally can't communicate with me. Hey, mom, I want some grapes. Uh huh. Or whatever, you know, or right. whatever's going on. Right. Like right. it's serious. It is. So it is serious. that serious. If you know that you're struggling with things like anger management, you know you're just struggling with things like depression, and we're we're gonna do a whole show on depression. My youngest sister is a licensed professional counselor. We're gonna do a podcast with her. Um, there's so many things you need to consider because let me tell you what she just said is powerful. You are like a thermostat. Whatever temperature you are, that's what the atmosphere in your home is going to be. So if you're a person that you're loving and you're kind and that is what comes out of you, then your children will feel that. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you have a lot of money. If you have love for your children, yeah. if you can handle this, don't let this discourage you. Because if you're a loving person and a kind person and you have you're a person with character and you're a person who will protect your children then you should not let money stop you but she made up a good point if you don't have hope see this is the thing you can't give your children what you don't have and what she was saying was that every state that you're in is going to directly impact the state of your children so for example if you don't have any money and you all are living in a, an environment that is drug infested and crime ridden and blight and all that, if you have a child, that's what your child is going to live in. Now, if you're wealthy and you can live in a better environment where there's low crime or where you see nice, um, you know, nice environment and communities, then your child benefits from that. The child does not determine his or her socioeconomic state. The child does not determine whether or not the environment is going to be peaceful and loving and feel and the with. The child doesn't determine that for a long period. Th- that's of time. a good. Ooh, Let's bring that up. over in what I was saying about you know the ther- you know uh, is your child going to be in therapy or something later? Mm. People think oh, 18 is when it stops. Mm-mm. No, it does not. There you go. And in fact, the status of what the your child went through yeah. now is weighted on your child at 18. Uh-huh. So everything that they've ever gone through, now they have the opportunity to fill it off That's without right. excusing it as though I was a child. Uh-huh. Now they themselves, That's right. everything now becomes internal and reflective of themselves like, yes. okay, what did I go through and why am I like this? Sometimes by the way that happens, a lot of times it doesn't, which is why you're 40 or 50 yeah. in therapy. Yeah. Because yeah. now you've finally actually been able to look. Because most of the time when you're 18, you either go into college or you get a job, you're distracted. Mm-hmm. You ain't even thinking about your emotions mm-hmm. or what mm-hmm. has affected you or you are because you're in jail or whatever's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so much, Lord. And, and this brings and up... We got to think, we got to think you got to think it parenting through. being a process That's right. that does not stop. It does not stop. Clearly, I'm still interacting with my mom. <laughs> I love <laughs> it, we though. All, we working together doing all this stuff. And but I'm that's 31. because we're healthy. Yeah, that's but I'm just saying, like... Uh, right. 
even if we were unhealthy, let's say we were unhealthy, uh-huh. we would still be interacting just in that's a negative true. way. That's, that's true. A horrifying well, way. Tell me, I know about that, oh, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Oh, okay. Lord. Well, yeah. So I, I, I can, I can testify to that from my own personal experiences, and I was trying to break a cycle with my daughter because ultimately when your children grow up, you're not going to be perfect as a parent. They're not going right. to be perfect as children. But what you want to do is have a healthy relationship. Two more cents is about healthy relationships. We don't agree on a lot of things. We have differences, but we love each other and we respect each other. And that's what you want to have when you have a child. Your child is going to be different. Families are not perfect. And she's right. Some thing, We have had conversations about decisions that I made that impacted her and they affected her. And she realized that those things affected her thoughts. They affected even her in my even your children will do things because I've done things that have affected you. Uh, yeah, it's vice versa. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It is vice versa. Like, and that's why you got to have love. It, right. That's, that's <laughs> why. That's, like, that's why. It's a the, two-way street. That's right. The that's most true. important ingredient that you have to have before you have a child, and, and all the money, we talked about the money and community, but if you have love, if you have love within you, you are capable of extending that love to a child. So you want to make sure that that is the number one ingredient. Another thing Felicia brought up is fatherhood. That's another big one. You have to think about who you are going to allow to impregnate you. Because like she said, first of all, you got to deal with this person as a child is growing up. Even when that child becomes an adult, because you share a child, that person technically is really never out of your life. So let's just say that the relationship goes goes south or it's a toxic relationship that person is still your child's biological father and so what we're saying is before you have a child just think about some of these things think about your support system think about your financial situation understand what's going to happen when you get pregnant understand what's going to happen after you have the child make sure that you do a self-assessment And really kind of determine, are you healthy enough emotionally and spiritually and mentally to have a child? Because the number one thing is, I think more than money, I think more than sports system, anything, is that you are emotionally healthy so that you can give your child the tools to make it in life. Love will make your child, help your child to rise and to have a good life regardless of the financial situation or social situation. The other thing you have to think about, and we mentioned again, is fatherhood. You got to think about that. Who are you going to allow to impregnate you? Now, this is the spooky part that I've always, you know, understood about fatherhood is Uh that it's a surprise. Uh Uh-oh. Unfortunately, you can do, you can be the best planner, um, the best thinker, um, Mm. the best seeker of man. That's true. Unfortunately, when that, I mean... Pregnancy. You don't know how they're going to act until you don't know the child how they're gonna is born. To pregnancy, because people forget that's a whole nine months in process in itself, or that's it could right. be eight, seven to nine months, you know, whatever's right. going on with your body. We don't even know. Um, that in itself, then when the baby comes, I mean, stuff has happened. I've, I've seen entire threads of yes. men reacting. I'm talking about husbands, people who have committed in front of whomever and whatever. Uh-huh. And said they're going to be there, do or die. Yeah. And I mean, they just dipped, abandoned, all kinds of crazy right. stuff. This is the reality. So I don't, I, the fatherhood thing. Well, just, well, that's something to I'm think about. I'm on the fence because and, I'm like, yes, you can plot and plan. I feel like 
since you brought up the point of it being solely on the woman in terms of responsibility, I'm uh-huh. like, I think what we need to be thinking about as women, if we're going to do this thing, if something happens with that person who yeah. has done this thing, and we can say it's a joyous occasion or whatever it is, however it happens, am I ready to do this by myself? Or do I have a support system, going back to point A, uh-huh, uh-huh. to help me with that regardless of if that man is not there? You know what I'm saying? And that was critical in the young lady going back to the, the very tragic story of the young lady killing herself. Apparently, she had posted don't give my children to the father. She felt like now, you know, we don't know inside a person's life and there's always two or three sides to a story, but basically she was saying that he wasn't a good dad in so many words and he had abdicated his responsibilities and she was concerned about her children being with him. So that is true. She brought up a good point. When when something new happens, people become new. You know, we can, like she said, oh, we, yeah, can, we, can, we can plan and plot, but you can change when you become a mother, getting pregnant and have birth. And your spouse or your boyfriend or the biological father of your child can change. And she is right. Life is unpredictable and human behavior is unpredictable. What we know from science, as a social scientist, we know that usually you can kind of get an idea what a person is going to do based on history. But she makes up a very good point. There have been so many cases where the woman got, got pregnant and the man no longer wanted to touch her again intimately. He no longer, he just didn't like her anymore once she had the child. So you have to, this is what we want to say. We did this, we did a show on this. We're going to do another one. How to choose, what's the best person to choose for your life? Because you got to choose a person that wants what you want. You got to make sure if you're going to be in a relationship. But we are one. (laughs) That's a 17 part series. That's a 17 part series. Well, listen, our time is up. If you would like to hear more, we would love for you to contact us at two more sense at gmail.com that's two more and then sense is spelled s-e-n-s-e at gmail.com we would love to hear from you we are a mother daughter team and we thank you for listening we hope this show gave you some insight some encouragement don't be discouraged we're going to keep putting out shows to encourage you and just to recap what we've gone over. Remember, the question was, are you ready for parenting? You want to think about your support system. You want to think about money. You want to understand the biological and physical changes of the body. You want to do a self-assessment. Are you emotionally healthy? Are you spiritually and mentally healthy? And also, this is critical, with whom are you going to be when you have that child? And remember, At the end of the day, the most important ingredient for motherhood or parenthood is love. If you have a strong sense of love, you would be a great mother. And we thank you for listening. Felicia, you want to add anything? This is Felicia C. Hardy. And I'm C. Cherie Hardy. And this is Two Two More More Sense. Again, thank you for tuning in and have a beautiful evening.